Welcome to Motorsport Coaching, the podcast for racers with racers. Miss Motivate can help get you to the next level. Every episode, she talks to the best racers of today and those that can get you there. She'll help you get better. Racing new. At fitness, nutrition, sports psychology, sponsorship, social media, public relations, and media training. Connect with Miss Motivate at motivatetraining.com.au. That's M O T I V, the number eight, training.com.au. And now, to help get you to the next level, Miss Motivate herself, Belinda Risley. Hello, crew, and welcome to episode 149 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and today we've got a fantastic show with another Girls on Track previous um, participant, Gloria Demish. Before I tell you a little bit about Claudia, um, don't forget that if you're new to motorsports and you're looking um, for some resources to get you started, whether it's been about motorsport-specific fitness training, whether it's about how to instigate about getting sponsorship or setting up your social media accounts accordingly, we do have the Toolkit membership site. It starts from $24.95 per month. Um, you can cancel that anytime or you can join up for the 12 months. Every month we have a monthly mindset session. We've got Q&A. We've got a live master class as well as driver training on the bi-monthly so race over to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash the toolkit and and check that out but of course it will be linked in today's show notes as well as all of claudia's details and some of the previous girls on track participants we've had on the show Molly chapman and taylor um, purviews as so you can hear what the program is about and if that's for you all right, so for those who haven't met Claudia, she is currently in her final year of a Bachelor of Media Communications at Monash Uni and is currently pursuing a career in the motorsport industry within media. Claudia has been a participant in the Girls on Track program, has previously worked for Motorsports Australia, and she's been an intern at Supercar. So in today's episode, we're going to go over her fantastic career to date, and what of those roles all involved, um, and what she's working on are coming up towards the end of the year ready after she's finished uni. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let's get started. Well, hello, Claudia. Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's very exciting. I want to share your story today. Um, for those that don't know much about you, can you tell us a little bit more? Well, I'm Claudia. I'm 20 years of age and I'm in my final year of a Bachelor of Media Communication with a major in public relations at Monash University. And I'm absolutely obsessed with motorsport. Um, I've been lucky enough to hold a couple roles in the industry already. And I'm also a part of the Girls on Track program as well. Fantastic. So where did you get your spark for motorsport? Um, so for me, it probably started at a young age, uh, like many others, like watching it with their dad and my brother as well and going to races at Sandown and Winton and then um, as I sort of got older, I didn't actually like first see it as like a potential career opportunity for me. I actually started in uni in a degree in psychology and about three weeks in I decided that I absolutely hated it and that I wanted to do something more creative and follow my passion for writing and um, creative communication, that kind of area. And I mm -hmm. thought, well, why not combine my love of motorsport in my job and do something in media and motorsport? You're awesome. So you did say that you're doing media and comms. What does that um, degree entail? So what kind of things are you studying there, learning about? Yeah, so 
My degree is really varied. Obviously, I have a major in public relations, so I'm doing a lot of like writing press releases, um, coming up with campaign strategies, um, all of that campaign management, all of that fun stuff, but then also learning those kind of fundamental media skills such as social media and analytics, um, journalism skills, how to write an actual journalism article, um, photography, videography, audio. It pretty much encompasses every aspect of media that you could think of, which is really great because it gives you like a really wide, broad um, scope of skills, which will be really beneficial going into the workforce as well. Oh, my God, it sounds so exciting. I love it. So is it, how long is it? Is it a three-year? Um, yeah, three years, yeah. Yeah, no wonder you like it. It sounds a lot more exciting than psychology. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so out of all of those wonderful things that you get to experience, what's your kind of favourite thing that you like to do or you wanting to kind of pursue more? I think there's a couple. I love... Um, the thing about media that I love the most is the fact that you get to communicate with so many different people, both, you know, on paper or digitally and also in person as well. So I love um, writing like news articles and doing all of that journalism stuff. But then I also love being creative and like sharing people's stories on social media and like creating really cool content as well. That's definitely something I'm really interested in moving forward. Ah, that's that creative flair, hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so Dimitri, you've had a few roles with in motorsports at the moment. And so we initially met when you were working at Motorsports Australia as the media comms assistant. Yes. What does that task or what did that role in, um, involve? Yeah, so I was a media and communications assistant at Motorsport Australia um, for a portion of last year. And my role there was quite varied. It was from writing articles for the Motorsport Australia website and the Australian Rally Championship, Off-Road Championship and what's now known as the Shannon Speed Series. And then also getting to attend events as well. So I actually attended my first rally last year, which was super cool. I've never been to a rally before and it was definitely an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, and also getting to... Um, you know, help with like analytics and social media posting, writing posts for social media. Um, and then also part of my role was also doing media accreditation. So helping out with any new applications that came in for, say, photographers or journalists that want to attend a Motorsport Australia event, they get given um, a special accreditation, which gives them access. And yeah, I was helping manage that system as well. So it was quite varied, but really amazing learning experience. Yeah, fantastic. And obviously the networks that you've made would have made it worthwhile as well. Absolutely, yeah. Like the team there is amazing. And, you know, I worked with Marley, who was one of your earlier guests, and she's doing amazing things now. So, yeah, it was, yeah, awesome. Great it's networking a opportunity. <laughs> I'm just going to pick your brains about analytics because you've mentioned it once or twice. And uh, obviously we do focus on social media um, at Motivate Training with the drivers and that's one of the big things that we do focus with them more. We try to educate them about the importance of analytics um, and how that can actually benefit them from gaining sponsorship. But for, from your perspective and just like looking at analytics, when people are looking to look at it from a data perspective, what are just some key elements um, that you could recommend for athletes to look at from the back end? And, and yeah, so obviously you have like your likes and comments or on Facebook shares as well, which can be really um, important to look at. But then also when you go into the back end of a platform like Instagram, you can actually have a look at, um, it gives you some really great graphs of showing you 
uh, how your posts have performed over certain periods of time. And it can be a really good indication of how certain content um, tracks and how it performs with your audience and determine if it's reaching a broader audience than just the people that follow you. One of the things that I found really cool was to see like how like different posts perform. So you could say, look at Reels, for example, and see how they perform as opposed to um, like just a general results post or a weekend recap as well, which is really cool. Do you have a preferred platform? (laughs) Oh, that's so hard. I think... um, I like Instagram personally. I think it's a really, really great platform. But nowadays as well, TikTok is insane and the reach that that platform has, like I don't even want to try and understand that platform's algorithm. But, yeah, it's like people just blow up on that platform. So, yeah, definitely would recommend that to anyone. Yeah, I'd try it. I think you follow me. And I do try it like every now and then and then I'm like, oh, no, I don't know why. I just can't get my head around it. <laughs> moment but every now and then I do quite a post on that um yeah so other than like looking at analytics um have you got any other hot tips um around social media I guess engagement or management that you can offer I think from the driver perspective do you mean yeah yeah so from a driver's perspective I think definitely try and uh, like be like yourself as much as you can on social media I think When I look at drivers that I follow, the things that I'm always looking at is showing their personality. So, you know, showing who you are off track. If that means like even just jumping on after a race weekend and just posting a video and saying like, this is how the weekend went, like really looking forward to the next round, whatever it may be, just giving that personal interaction. I think sometimes like when you look at team social media, especially like obviously it's run by someone who's that's their job just to create content. Whereas when you're looking at a driver, even though it could be managed by someone, just showing that more personal side of a driver can really help engage an audience and then I guess help sponsors as well really know who they're investing their money into as well. That's right. Show your face. Take the helmet off. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes all those profile pictures have always got like in the car or in the vehicle with their helmets on. Take your helmet off. (laughs) Fantastic. So after your time at Motorsports Australia, I did lead to an internship at Supercars. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit what you did there? Yeah. So I was really fortunate that pretty much as soon as I finished up from Motorsport Australia, I started an internship as an accreditation intern with Supercars. Now, this internship was specifically for the Thrifty Newcastle 500, which was the first race of the Supercars calendar for this year. And my role involved uh, working with the accreditation team to help um, provide accreditation for the 1,300 residents that live within the street circuit of Newcastle and the businesses as well. So obviously once the track gets built and those concrete barriers go up, people, the residents and businesses have limited access to their premises and, um, you know, just making sure that they have appropriate passes so that they can access their house and they can, you know, go about their life freely and run their businesses. But, yeah, amazing eye-opening experience about how an event like that comes together. Yeah, I can imagine. Were those residents happy in those businesses about the event or was it a bit mixed reaction? Or um, It was definitely a mixed reaction. I didn't really grasp how mixed would be until um, part of my internship is I actually went to Newcastle for two weeks and was helping run the accreditation centre so that was where all the people would come and collect their passes 
And um, definitely when you're the way through. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly right. When you're the um, front-facing person, you're definitely the person where people like to voice their frustrations to, but then also the positive stuff as well. So, yeah, definitely it's very mixed. Um, but, yeah, it was so cool to be able to interact with them all too and put faces to names. Like you sit there typing around your computer or like all these applications and then like you actually meet some of them in real life and you're like, oh, okay. I know who this person is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. And so what's um, the most, I, I guess, exciting thing that you enjoy about the motorsport industry at the moment or what are you like you're wanting to get into, I guess? Um, the thing I'm loving about it at the moment is just seeing so many more women getting involved, especially through Girls on Track. Like I look at Marley, for example, and we finished up at Motorsport Australia at the same time and then, I remember finding out that she got her role at Ducati, which is just insane. And it's just amazing to see so many young women forging their path in the industry and also seeing, like, um, the effect that a program like Girls on Track can have for young women as well and opening these doors for them. Yeah, so I guess for someone who doesn't know about the Girls on Track program, uh, from your perspective, what what is the Girls on Track program and what do you love about it? Yes, yeah, so the Girls on Track program is um, comprises of two parts, an Inspire and a Pathways program, and they're both designed to get um, young girls and women interested in the motorsport industry and careers in the industry as well. So the Inspire program targets um, young girls. I don't know the age bracket specifically, but um, getting them interested in STEM and um, going into schools and that kind of thing. And then um, the Pathways program, which I've been a part of, is um, getting girls age 15 to 22, um, networking with people that actually work in the industry as well, which has been amazing. I was lucky enough to attend the first Australian Grand Prix program last year, which is absolutely insane. And, um, yeah, I honestly don't think I would have had either of the opportunities that I have had in the industry without this program. Fantastic. And do you want to work within motorsports or is there a plan B if it's not? Because there obviously are limited roles within motorsports, definitely within Australia, or are you going to spread your wings and fly overseas and try try the UK or the US market within motorsports? Yeah, I would love to go overseas and um, work in motorsport, whether that be NASCAR or Formula One, but um also in Australia as well and in supercars that's um one of my goals but then obviously yeah as you say motorsport there's very limited roles within the industry so I think I've discovered my passion obviously is motorsport but you know working in roles in sport as well to help build up that experience for a future role down the track is something that I'm definitely open to as well. That's right I I think it's all sports I'm like if you love motorsports I think it's quite easy the transport transferable skills to go yeah. across any sports. I mean, like even with like what I do at Motivate, um, you know, quite often people are like, oh, you should do this. Like you could do surfing or could do harness racing. or yeah. you And it's like, well, I could. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with Motivate. Well, I have to change my logo with the flag. Yeah, you would. Right. You would. <laughs> yeah. um, most definitely. Like I think sometimes people get fixated, like I'm just going to do motorsports. I'm like, yeah, but kind of open up your eyes and go get mm-hmm. some experience you know, Basketball Australia or Soccer New South Wales, wherever the, the yeah. opportunity rises. And then sooner or later the doors will open up because, of course, a lot of the motorsport teams do require experience as well. And, yeah. I mean, you're fortunate enough that you have had uh, working at MA and Supercars. You've already got the two big names already on your resume. <laughs> 
um, going forward. Um, but, yeah, I think just like volunteering is really good and just, yeah, yeah external for motorsports to start off with and then until that opportune role comes up because there are only few and far between um, the actual specific roles that we're interested in that pops up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and do you have any advice for um, young girls and guys that are wanting to get interested or get started even within the motorsport industry? I think, as you say, volunteering is a great way to um, get involved in the industry. Um, definitely the biggest thing, and I say this all the time to people, is networking. It's, um, you Me know. it's so important and I honestly didn't realize how important it was until I got started and now I don't know where I would be without it I mean like as I said before I found out about both of these positions through girls on track so um yeah by just talking to everyone you meet and introducing yourself and just starting a conversation I know it can be so daunting to like you know be in a room of people that you don't know and go up to someone and go hey like this is me this is what I want to do but um, you never know, like one day that person may turn around and go, oh, remember that girl who said she wanted to do media? Well, you know, we're looking for someone. Maybe we should reach out to her. So that would be definitely a big one. And I would say just get as much experience as you can. Like for me, my main interest is in media, but I worked for Supercars as an accreditation intern, which I'd never done before, but I learned a whole bunch of new skills, which some of which I can transfer into other roles and just getting to experience different aspects of the sport as well because you never know what you might be interested in or what you might be good at. That's right. And, like, I, again, I love, like, what you're doing where it's got PR and, yeah. and campaign strategies and social media, photography, video. Like, it's a range of everything that you could go, you know what, I actually love just doing photography and the yeah. social media content creation or ideally I want to just do videography and social media creation Um, And and then I know how to post the right caption because I've got that Mm -hmm. journalistic background as well. So I think that's like an awesome degree that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Picking a great one. Do you miss psychology? Do you think you would ever go back or? Um, (laughs) I don't think so, no. I think um, you're in an office all day. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) So you've just got this year to go off uni and then, then it's open to the big wide world. Yep, open to the big wide world. <laughs> Very daunting yeah. but exciting. Yeah, and without a doubt, as I said, with all that experience, something else will come up um, certainly soon. I think I, there was a graphic design role that came up last week. I did see that one, yep. <laughs> Depending on what your thing is. Um, that's fantastic. Um, well, thank you for that discussion today, Claire, and gives a bit of insight to you, um, to what you're being what you have been doing, what you've been doing and what you plan on doing. Um, yeah, I've had a lovely chat. Is there anything else you wanted to talk to us about today? Um, I think you pretty much covered it pretty well. I just want to say thank you again for having me on the podcast. It's been a really awesome experience. Yeah, and again, networking and here we are. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, in today's show notes, I'll always put um, – information to contact Claudia which you can drop it in a second but I also have a freebie around some networking tips so I think there's 15 um, ways to start networking successfully um, so I'll put the link in the show notes but Claudia if someone's wanting to get in contact with you uh, I know you're always happy to answer um, anyone's questions around about the experience your course how can people get in contact with you yeah so um, LinkedIn is a great one or my Instagram as well 
I'm happy to answer any questions. I'm sure you'll put links in the description or whatever. But, yeah, happy to answer any questions. Is it just your name? Um, yes, I believe so. <laughs> your Instagram handle, is it? Does it call it? Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Make sure you do. Um, you've got any questions about getting started, as I said, or even about the university degree that Claudia's in, please get in contact with her. No doubt we will see her, you, around the track, um, yeah, soon again. <laughs> Thank you, Belinda. I really appreciate it. Thanks. See ya. Get ready for the race. Do you feel one step closer to being the next superstar behind the wheel? MotivateTraining.com.au for more. M-O-T-I-V, the number eight, training.com.au. The green flag. Every episode gets you one step closer to the checkered flag. The Motorsport Coaching Podcast, getting you to the checkered flag faster.